Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence From Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 57 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And my special guest today is Danielle Jaworski. And she talks to us about the power of belief and our ability to face change. And not just face change, but also create change in order to create the life that we want, that inspire us, that makes us feel the most inspired and authentic. We had a wonderful conversation in where she shared a lot of her stories with her career transitions that had gone all the way from the scientist world to manufacturing to Fortune 500 companies to entrepreneurship a couple of times, as well as her dislike of being in front of the camera. And now she is a TV host of a Rogers show called The C-Suite. So it is such an incredible transformation. And she takes us through her journey, her story to show that when we are able to actually learn how to shift our beliefs so that they're greater than our fears, anything is possible. And she's very intentional about the work that she does. And she really helps a lot of women transition in their careers and really transform their lives by really honing in on self-worth, self-confidence, and believing in themselves. And this is such an inspiring conversation, and I'm very excited to share it with you. So let me formally introduce you to Danielle. From microbiology lab and Fortune 500 leader to award-winning entrepreneur and TV host, Danielle Jaworski has fully embraced her mantra of where you start is not where you have to finish. With 20 plus years experience in multiple roles in corporate and entrepreneurial environments, the root of Danielle's successes and misses, has been in her self-belief. Today, she guides women on how to re-believe in themselves, who they are, what they can do, what they are worth, and why they are deserving of the success they want so that they take the next steps in their life, career, and business with less effort, more ease, confidence, and no regrets. Here is Danielle. Welcome, Danielle. It is a true honor to have you on our show today. Welcome. Thank you, Juliana, so much. I'm so excited to be here and to have, again, this conversation with you. And let's see where it goes. Absolutely. And I had the pleasure of being interviewed by you in your Rogers TV show, The C-Suite, last year. And I really love the work you do in empowering women, especially during their mid-career transformation. And I'm very pleased to have you here today to talk about two things that I truly adore to talk about, which is our ability to change and the power of belief. So I'm very excited for this conversation to hear what you have to say. So to get us started, I always like to start by asking, what does confidence mean to you? 
Confidence for me is, I used to have this idea of what it was many years ago, and it's that the ability to do something you've never done before. And it's that feeling of being able to do it. I now have kind of stepped back and I realized that confidence, it comes from looking at what's the potential for my future success based on my past performance and experiences. So often we think, or I used to think that, well, I, I can't do X, Y, Z because I've never done it before. However, what I do now is I say, well, I've never done X, Y, Z before, but what have I done in my past that requires the skill sets, the knowledge or different experiences required to do X, Y, Z? And then I pull on those experiences to say, yeah, I'm, I'm confident to be able to do something I've never done before. So definitely over the years, I've had a switch and that's just come with, again, that more awareness of mm-hmm. kind of who I am and looking at and the ability to look at my broader potential and the value of the experiences that I already have. Yeah, that's awesome. I love the concept of like looking at evidence in your life or how we demonstrate it whatever you're seeking, but in a different form, right? And then mm-hmm. capture that and use that as a self-propeller. That is very cool. I've never heard that take on it before. I <laughs> love it. Thank you. And how do you feel that what you just described relates to you know, self-belief and our ability to make change happen in our lives? Mm-hmm. So let's we'll start with kind of self-belief. So belief really, it comes down to what do we truly believe about who we are, what we can do, what our potential is. So often, I know I was, I, you know, this happened to me where, you know, you, you lose belief in yourself because for whatever reason, you start to devalue who you are, like experiences happen. You start to create these different mindsets and these limiting beliefs that are really holding you back. Self-belief really comes down to really spending the time to understand who you are, what are your strengths? What are you actually really good at? What do you love to do? And at the end of the day, what do you believe? You know, I used to think that, oh, like money, money's not a good thing. Your money always has to come from a company. That's what I believed. Is it true? No. So for me, self-belief is always looking at like when you want to do something or you want to create change in your life, do you believe you can do it? Yes or no. And then stepping back and reflecting on where is that belief coming from? Is it coming from my childhood? Is it coming from any rational place? In most cases, it's, it's not. It's something we have just started to tell ourselves. Other people have told us things that we should be believing. Like, okay, yeah, I believe that too. But understanding where did the belief come from? And then asking, is it true? Is it really true that money can only come from the company that I'm working for? No, but that's what I always believe for the longest time. So it's really kind of setting back and really asking yourself continuously as, as you want to create change. Do I believe this is possible? Yes or no. If no, why? What, what's causing that belief? And really just tr- trying to start like dissecting it and understanding a little bit more And while you're doing that, it's amazing because you're actually starting to create change within yourself and your thinking in your own belief system. When you change your self-belief system, that's when, you know, your, your behaviors change. You start to make different decisions, which create the actions, which help to create the change. Yeah, that is amazing. Something you mentioned that really like speaks to me and I, um, I'm, I would say a life learner, a lifelong learner of human behavior and the power of the subconscious mind is something I study and I perceive I will study this for the rest of my life because it's so deep and intense and beautiful. Um, But one of the things you said that is really aligned with, 
you know, my understanding of how those transformations happen is really pinpointing where the belief originated from, right? Like you said, mm-hmm. not like in a generic sense, so my childhood in general, but if you can go back to a moment in time, then you can really work on neutralizing what were those perceptions that we perceived for say negative and neutralizing them so that we can see the other side, right? Because any situation has both sides. And the way you said it was so beautiful that when you go back there, you work on, it's almost like you untangle the little tiny knot, right? And then you can actually make change today as opposed to only working on today and not really like potentially ignoring what is the root cause. I I love thinking on the root cause, even when it comes to emotions and beliefs. Mm -hmm. So that was very beautifully said. And something that I would love to hear your take on is what is your definition of how do you differentiate between self-esteem and self-confidence? Okay. So from my perspective, so self-esteem are the things around kind of how you feel about yourself. So it's your value, it's your worth, it's your deservingness Mm -hmm. and how you feel about that, that again, it changes how you feel. So I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling great. I, and I know that it becomes, that drives into belief. So my mindset is the fact that it was this self-esteem is an element of belief. And it drives into that. So if I have low self-esteem, I don't believe in the value of my experiences, the work that I can do, or what I'm able to offer others, then that creates beliefs and limiting beliefs that are going to be holding me back. It's like, well, if, if I'm not very good, or I can't apply for that job because I've never had the experience before, or I've only led five people and the job is asking for experience leading 10. Well, then I'm devaluing the experience that I do have around leadership period. And then mm-hmm. it impacts the belief in my ability to apply to that promotion or that new role, just because I'm devaluing who I am, not because I can't do the job, but I'm starting to tell myself and believe that, oh, I can't apply to the job. I can't do it because I don't have something and I'm devaluing what mm-hmm. I do have. So really looking yeah. at the negative. So for me, that's self, you know, the self-esteem is part of and drives into the belief system. When it comes to confidence, again, the belief starts, you have to have a belief. And a lot of the times I kind of look at it as an equation. Again, I'm, I'm from, from manufacturing, I'm a scientist <laughs> by nature. So I look at, you know, when, when belief is greater than fear, it equals action. And the action can be that there's a, a different decision that is made. And when you start making different decisions based on new beliefs, then that's when you start getting different actions taken and different outcomes to, to whatever, whatever it is that you're doing. So when you have a belief, the belief helps to create uh, an action that's greater than the fear. And then when you have the action, you have an outcome. And then it becomes proof that you can now, that the belief is true. And then that drives confidence. Because again, for me, self-confidence is all around the fact that, you know, confidence is based on the potential for future success based on past actions. So for me, once you've got the belief, so everything kind of starts at belief and the self-esteem feeds into it and the belief helps to drive the self-confidence. Yeah. Oh, that equation is something. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I also have a science background, manufacturing and now entrepreneurship. So it's very funny. So it's like, oh my gosh, that's kind of my journey too. Uh, So my brain loves equations. (laughs) And what you said that when belief is greater than fear, we have action. Action drives outcome that gives you proof, evidence, right? Which is so incredible. And that is a driving force for that self-confidence. That is so 
clearly put. I, I love it actually. I think it's really clear in the brain to kind of see, okay, this is the the sequence of events, right? And when it comes to fear, I would say it is something I really resonate with because it was probably the driving force for me growing up in Brazil and as such a dangerous country, like almost like fear overrode a lot of the decisions we made in terms of where to go, where to wear, how to behave and things like that. And it's something I've personally worked on myself for so many years now that I've been in Canada for 17 in a much less dangerous, I'd say, set of circumstances. So I love what you said, because it is so true that fear can actually be almost like this, you know, it can trump everything, right? Like it can trump Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, power we have and the inner magic we have. So I love the way that you put it. It's so good. Thank you. Yes. And there's something you say that I really appreciate as well, which I feel is very aligned with the message of my work in this podcast. So really, you know, helping women change their physical body in midlife. And I know you help them with like mindset and career transition and their potential, right? But one of the things you say that I often say as well is that when we want to see change on the outside, a lot of times that starts inside with our inner dialogue. And we all have that voice, right? That talks to us. And like you said, sometimes that is a voice of self-confidence. That's sometimes a voice of fear, how do you see that little voice inside of our big voice inside of all of us playing a role in all those things we've been talking about in terms of beliefs and self-confidence and Mm self-esteem? Absolutely. So I think definitely the the voice, it helps, it drives part of the self-esteem and then it it impacts the belief, which again, it creates the actions or the inaction and even an inaction or the ability to move forward or feel stuck. That is an action in itself. And I think a lot Mm -hmm. of times people, people don't necessarily see that like feeling stuck. It's it, it is a choice. However, at the same time, what's happening, what I see all the time is that we don't necessarily have the tools or the knowledge or the support or the guidance to help us understand how we can get unstuck from those limiting beliefs that are kind of keeping us there. So something I can share as an example around kind of how beliefs greater than fear creates action. And that, that little voice was when I first became an entrepreneur, this going back 2015, when I stepped out of corporate the first time. And so I didn't really know what, what I wanted to do. I looked around at my friends who loved what they did and they were all entrepreneurs. And I thought, no problem. I can do this too. <laughs> but what happened was I was on this journey, this really self-discovery journey, because I had just gotten into personal growth and, and development work. And so I was trying to explore who I was at the same time as creating this business. And I had a really hard time really understanding the value of how I can take everything I did in corporate. So you're talking about problem solving. I did root cause problem solving, like five ass lean. We like, that was part of what I did mm-hmm. under the compliance work that I did. And so I was having a hard time believing in the value that what I had in corporate would be able to translate into entrepreneurialism. I also discovered that I just, I had a hard time stepping out and I had this fear around being seen and heard. To be an entrepreneur, you have to put yourself out there yes. you have to talk to other people. You have to network. <laughs> yeah. And especially in this day and age, you have to get on social media. So now it's not just, you can't contain your business to, to necessarily your little local, you know, your city or your town or where you are yeah. You're global, whether you realize it or not. And for me, that was scary. 
you're putting yourself out there, you know, and there's a lot of potential judgment that can come totally. from others and yourself mm-hmm. as well. Yes. You know, am I not looking pretty today? My hair <laughs> isn't done. I don't, I, I didn't say something perfectly. So I'm not going to record that video. So for me, I had a really hard time as an entrepreneur the first time believing in my value and the worth of what I d- was doing and that anyone wanted to, to hear what I had to say. So that stopped me from really stepping out. So I returned to corporate because um, I, I just needed to kind of reset and really figure out who I was in order to be able to best serve others. So when I've stepped out now for the second time, um, and I'm just two weeks, two weeks into my new entrepreneurial journey, and it's very different because the beliefs that I have when I have now left corporate are completely different than when I had it before. Right. And I have to say, even when I returned to corporate, it was, I, I just, I know I can do something. I just don't know what it is. Like, I just want to help women with their careers and through their journeys. And then as an entrepreneur, I, I met all these amazing women who had these supports and services and products that are, that helped me so much, just start to, again, help me figure out and explore who I was. And that's where the idea for the C-suite came from. I have a past where I have avoided the camera. Like the, the, the joke going into my wedding was who's going to be in the photos with my husband because I would <laughs> duck. Yeah. Honestly, I would duck Love when the camera so came out. I just, I did not like it. I didn't think I was pretty. I had acne growing up. Mm-hmm. So I avoided cameras at all costs. So for me, I, when I returned to corporate, I said, I fully believed that the experiences that I've had around not being able to speak up and show up and, and, and do what I wanted to do and truly love to do. I believe that my experience of being able to do that and the challenges that I was seeing women in the workplace were having, I believe that if I could somehow connect women's career challenges to these solutions that women entrepreneurs had, and they need to find each other, they're looking for each other, they just don't know where to go. I said, I I will do what I need to do in order to make that happen. And I truly believe that I could do that. And that's how the idea for the TV show came from. And that's where the belief became greater than the fear of being seen and heard. Mm. And that's how I was able to get on camera and do it and just support women in both entrepreneurial and corporate worlds to really bring them back, like their best selves to work, to believe in the value that they offer to their organizations, to their friends, to their peers, to their teams, and then to their communities and that they are worth they're worth the change that they want. And then I'm just connecting the two worlds together so that when you have a challenge, you now have solutions and more than one way to looking at your challenge. And now you're creating, you're finding solutions that are going to be different. And as soon as you start looking at solutions with a different perspective, then you're going to start creating different results and there is yeah. going to be change. Wow. That is a fantastic example, actually. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and you said something that just makes total sense to my heart that when you're able to really tap into the power, the mission that you have and that belief, fear, no matter what it was, and fear of camera is a pretty legit fear, right? And you not just went into Instagram lives, you went all the way to a TV show, <laughs> which is like the ultimate camera time, <laughs> in my humble opinion. Right. But it's so beautiful because it's such the perfect example, Danielle, honestly, of taking that belief, attaching it to that mission that's so strong in your heart and that beautiful drive that drives you 
and really like making that as your way to overcome the fear so you can take that action and all now be making this incredible impact right of all of us that been on your show and that will be on your show and how you connect I know that you know we know that one little action has this big big ripple effect but I don't even think we understand the magnitude of that ripple effect right and you're you know showcasing all these beautiful entrepreneurs and giving them a platform to get visibility and their work out there and that impacts their families their communities and I think the work is just so magnificent actually when you look at it from that perspective loved the story thank you so much for sharing that I love it yes Hey there, are you a woman over 40 who wants to release excess weight but keep self-sabotaging your progress? If you are tired of all the all you need is more willpower advice, then I created just a free training for you. Set aside 60 minutes today and I promise you it will be worth your time. I will go over the three main mindset shifts you need to make if you want to release weight for good, which does not rely on willpower. I will review to you why the strategies that worked in your 20s and 30s don't seem to work anymore, and I will also show you which hormones play a big role in weight release once we turn 40 and beyond. This is a value-packed masterclass, and it is for you if you want to discover my step-by-step system to help you regain your energy, get rid of cravings, and get back into alignment with your body. And of course, drop some pounds too. All you have to do is go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash free training to watch this on-demand masterclass or just send me a DM on Instagram for the link at naturally.joyous. So again, it is naturallyjoyous.ca slash free training. And another question that I had for you, and it's something that I know you do in your work. So just give us some glimpses there. But so for a woman that is either looking for that, you know, mid-career transformation or somebody that may not be quite there yet, but like it is really sort of looking at transforming something in midlife. What are some of the specifically beliefs? What are some of the steps or tools that you can share that you've gone through to really make it practical? If somebody is, okay, I'm ready to transform, like how do you get started? That's a great question. And for me, like when I was thinking about change, so I've had many, many, many changes in my careers or across my corporate uh, professional career. I love career change, small, big. I love it. And then I also obviously have stepped in and out of entrepreneurialism a couple of times. So my mantra is where you start is not where you have to stay or finish. Mm-hmm. Change doesn't have to happen overnight. It can be every, one step at a time. And I fully believe that even taking one step consistently over time, is enough to start creating the change that you want to see. Mm. I find that sometimes it's so much easier and less easier to understand, easier to grasp, easier to implement because it's not as overwhelming. You think I've got this big change. I want to say step out of corporate into entrepreneurialism. That's a huge change. So how can we break it down into smaller steps that are more easily digestible? Um, there's less unknowns around it because unknowns create the fears as well. Yes, And how someone can get started is getting very clear on what it is that they want. 
Once you have that clarity, then that becomes that focal or the guiding point. So if you happen, if life, life is going to happen. So if life happens and you get a little bit derailed or sometimes you get a, you just get off path, you still have this direction, this beacon that's kind of shining and flashing and saying, I'm over here. This is what I truly want. And you can just start guiding yourself back that way. So getting very clear on what it is that you want in order to do this. So one way to do this is to really kind of create a list and sit down, spend even just 10 minutes with yourself, with a piece of paper on a piece of paper, right at the top on one side of the paper, right? Don't want and draw a line down the middle. And on the other side of the line, you write want, and then you start listing, just take no, I'd say no more than five minutes and list what you don't want. So whether it's a, a certain result in your life that you're not enjoying a career result that you want to change something in your business that you want to grow, you've been holding back on what don't you want? A lot of times when we ask ourselves what it is that we want, like what is that beacon that we're all like working towards? We don't know. We're not clear. It's mm-hmm. foggy. So by understanding what you don't want, sometimes like, cause we feel that because there's usually those very, those stronger emotions around what we don't want. Yes. And when you identify that, you can now just flip it around and see the different perspective. So I don't want a, okay. So that means that, you know, I maybe I want Z getting very, very clear on what it is that you want. And then picking again, to keep it very, a lot more simple and less overwhelming, picking one or two things, maybe one personal want, one professional want, and really getting clear on what that is. So what does it look like? What does that want feel like? What is your life going to be like once you achieve that want? Getting very clear and emotionally connected to it. And then you can start working on, okay, so what potential do I have to believe in order to achieve what it is that I want? And that's where you really start really start exploring who you are, the potential that you actually have, the experience and the value that you have. I fully believe that we all know, we all have the knowledge that we have right now that we need to take that next step. Sometimes it's just looking at it again with that different lens and a different perspective. Yeah, that's amazing. And I think too, that exercise helps you identify what are the areas that you may need support with, right? Like I look at my journey and like, I love learning. So maybe, you know, it's a little bit of an outlier because I'm constantly seeking knowledge, just like something that fuels me. But, you know, I knew the difference between, okay, I'm going to watch YouTube videos to learn how to build a website, but I'm going to hire a proper coach and mentor to get my business knowledge next level, right? Because yeah, you can do yourself, but there's some aspects of it that work with somebody that I think essentially what we're doing is like investing in someone that has the perspective of what we want to get to, right? So using that as a bit of a segue, tell us about your business, you know, how you work with women, give us like the spiel. And also how can people find you if they want your assistance on getting them to the next level? Absolutely. So the work that I really do is I focusing on helping women. So kind of what, what I'm seeing, what I've experienced as well is that women are frustrated with where they are today, whether it be where they are in their business, their career, they're not the lifestyle that they want, but they're not there yet. And because they're, that they have these frustrations and these negative emotions around it, it's impacting their performance at work or their business, their relationships, their health, and they're almost feeling stuck. Because of this, they just, they want, they know, they, they know something needs to change. They're just not sure what that is, that almost that one thing is that needs to change. 
and they're not sure how, how, even if they know what needs to change, they don't know how to change it. And mindset work is all, it's all new thinking. I had never heard of this before when I was, when I was in corporate, it's a whole new language and a learning. It's a different way of thinking mm-hmm. and a different way of thinking can sometimes be very, it can be, it's, you don't understand it. It's an unknown. It can be potentially unpredictable. So it can be scary and it creates a yeah. sense of fear. So what I do is I really help guide women on how to rebelieve in who they are that they can truly step into who they're meant to be. And that's by understanding really who you are, the value that you actually have. And we build on like these beliefs and creating these, these new beliefs about who we are and these amazing experiences that women have and the value that we have. And we're offering to people, we're already doing it. Then how can we use that to then now stand in our worth? And what are we truly worthy of? We're worthy of that promotion. We're worthy of getting on camera and connecting with our audiences in an authentic way because we're worthy of having a business that we love where we're helping people. We're worthy of a lifestyle where I can turn off my computer at five o'clock and go spend time with my family. So really working at, again, those those values, those beliefs and the sense of worth. So the the self-esteem and the self-confidence all really rooted in belief. And so that's how I work with women and I guide them because I've been in their shoes. I've been in that corporate world where I've been climbing the corporate ladder. I've made, you know, those logical career transitions. I've also made the very, the big leaps as well. Those scary ones that so many people talk about. And I've been able to do that more than once. So I've got lots of learning. So as I coach women, I'm really kind of connecting with who they are, understanding what it is that they want. I also rely on a lot of these experiences. I'm very open in sharing how my experiences went, what my wins were, what my learnings <laughs> were. And then really kind of the value that I offer is the fact it comes from being the TV host and a Fortune 500 leader, where I'm very, very intentional about creating this space where women can show up as who they are and who they need to be at that point in time and, and where they are, creating that mm-hmm. space for them to learn and explore their potential. And then also being able to ask questions. And they're not asking questions to then get the answer. It's asking questions to help women. Again, I fully believe that we know, we already have the knowledge that's needed to solve our our current problems and create solutions and take that next step. So my job is just really to sit there and ask the questions to help others really, again, become more aware of what we truly do know. And then also then just um, supporting and supporting women and promoting them and guiding them, kind of taking their hand and having the conversations in order for them to, again, create the new belief systems with the new, with the self-esteem and the confidence and taking that next step. Yeah, that's amazing. And something you said that really kind of also comes to my mind is that the way that even I see leadership is really getting so clear on those values that you said, like our intrinsic value structure, and then really prioritize our entire life and actions to the fulfillment of those values. I think that's when we are the most authentic, right? When we are actually filling our cups before and then it overflows and then we can have more energy and intention to serve other people. So in a way you're also activating their inner leadership through that seek of authenticity, right? Which of course helps even with whatever endeavors they have career-wise. So it's mm-hmm. such a beautiful uh, work you're doing, much, much needed. And I relate to what you said from a lot of the women that come through my work in my life that I see that 
there's a lot of women, I would say, unfulfilled, right? With their everyday lives or career, what other aspects of it, maybe because they haven't learned this vocabulary or done some of this work and really that fulfillment that you provide them will help them in all areas of life, not even just career, but, you know, their confidence in relationships and, you know, financially. And, you know, with the work I do with things that are refilling on treats and wine and sweets and chips, like if you find that fulfillment from your actions and how you live your life, you don't have as much of a void to fill up with those quotations, distractions, right? Late at night. So I really love the work you do, Danielle. I think it's beautiful. And if people want to find you, if women are interested in finding you online, what are the best ways? And talk a little bit about your TV show, how to find that as well. Wonderful. So the best way to connect with me and find me online is I'm either on LinkedIn. So Danielle Jaworski on LinkedIn or Instagram, Danielle A. Jaworski. So that's where I, I'm most out. I do have a, a Facebook group as well. That's own your journeys today. So people just want kind of like those daily, you know, tidbits of different mindset ideas, just collaboration and the sense of community of other women who are really on this journey to creating the changes that they want to see in their lives. I have the Facebook group as well. And when we talk about the C-suite, so the C-suite, again, I just, I, ugh, I love the show so much because mm-hmm. I fully, again, I fully believe in the value that's providing, not just to women entrepreneurs, but also to women uh, in the corporate settings and really connecting these challenges around career challenges and workplace challenges to solutions and just yeah. different perspectives. And so the show, we, uh, we finished two full seasons Everything is available to be watched. Every single segment that we've ever done uh, is available to be watched online. And that can be found at rogerstv.com backslash the C-suite. That is wonderful. Thank you so much for your time and for the generosity in which you shared your knowledge and information. This was truly special. I really enjoyed our conversation. So thank you so much for being on our show today. This has been wonderful. Thank you so much, Juliana, for having me here today. My pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.